Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Daf Gimel Amid Aleph. Um, four lines into the into the page, the last word of me. So the Gemara was saying that we started off our discussion by saying that a man is obligated to support his wife after 12 months, unless, and, and then he delays the wedding, he has to support her financially, unless the delay was an oinus. If it's out of his control, he doesn't have to pay. But then the Gemara said, when it comes to getting, it's not like that. Meaning, if a person gives his wife a get with stipulations, and those stipulations are not met, it's considered a get. Even though the stipulations are not met due to an oinus, we don't care. We don't say, oh, you know, he's trying, he's trying, it doesn't matter. So the Gemara tried to find sources for this, and it tried this Mishnah and that Mishnah, and then the Gemara concluded like this. Rava said, the truth is, it's a rabbinic enactment that by that an oinus, that by getting we only care about the results, we don't care about the reason why. It says the Gemara to protect women that are tsnuas and women that are prutzas, because if a woman is tsnua and she's so they're gonna say that she's divorced because her husband didn't meet the stipulations, but she's gonna think maybe he was an oinus, so the get is not a good get. Because biblically, if there was a stipulation made and the stipulation was not met due to anonymous, the truth is it's not a good get. Because I made it a get to avoid problems. So to the woman who's a prutza, she's going to say, oh, you know, let's say the, the stipulation was not met due to anonymous. So it's really not a good get. She's going to say, nah, nah, we're divorced. And because of this... Chazal made it that whenever there's a stipulation and the stipulation is not met, it's a good get regardless of the reason. So the Gemara says a meaning, but if there's an oinus, midderaisa, it's not a good get. But Chazal made it a good get to avoid problems. The Gemara says, Omiyaka midi, we've had this in Yavamas a couple of times. Miyaka midi, is there such a situation to midderaisa, they have a get that on a biblical level, it's not a get. Biblically, she's married. And Chazal would do this to make it that she's divorced? Where do we find such a thing? Where's the power from? The answer is in, called the Mekadish, the answer is, every time a woman is Mekadish, she, a man and woman get married, they're doing it, that it should be with the blessing of the Rabbanon, and that's why Taisa says, that's why we say, and therefore, in such a situation, Chazal have the power to say, well, we're no longer happy with this marriage, and we will nullify it retroactively, that Rabbanon will make it, that when he gave her a ring, it was not really a Kedushin, really it was just a gift, and the Rabbanon uh, completely uproot the marriage. So therefore, in this case, that's what they did. So when they said it's not a good get biblically, but it's a good get rabbinically, the mechanism, the mechanics is, Chazal are uprooting the marriage from the beginnings. The Gemara says, What if they're Mekadosh to Bia? So what are Chazal going to make it? Znos? The answer is yes. Okay. Now all of this was the conclusion of our discussion we had yesterday, which is that when it comes to in, we do not care about oinus, meaning if you make a stipulation, the stipulation is not met due to an oinus, it's still a good get, and we try to bring rayas, and what's the source, and every raya that we got, we got rejection, every raya we got rejection. So now the Gemara is going to say, the Gemara is going to say like this, in opposite version, Igadamri, some say the opposite, that Rava says according to this version, meaning when it comes to a get, that an oines is a legitimate excuse, meaning that if you give a wife a get based on a stipulation that you'll fulfill a certain stipulation, the stipulation is not met due to an oines, it's taka the get is bottle. Meaning, unlike yesterday's conclusion, which is that if the stipulation is not met due to an oinus, it's still a good get. Now we're saying, no, it's not a good get. 
So it's a complete reversal. This version is completely different than yesterday. So the Gemara is going to say, so all the rayas that we had yesterday are now going to become kashas. Yesterday we were trying to make a raya because yesterday we were going with the assumption that if you did not fulfill the stipulation due to a oinus, it's still a good get. So we brought rayas and then they were rejected. So now instead of now we have the opposite view. Now we're saying that if there's an oinus, it's taka, not a good get. So all the rise that we had yesterday are now going to be kashas, and all the rejections of yesterday's rise are now going to be answers to those questions. So the Gemara says, When it comes to Gin, we do accept an Oynes as an excuse. So, Mesa, have a kasha. Again, yesterday this is a raya, now it's a kasha. If a man gives his wife a get, and he says, this is a get in January, he gives it, this is a get if I don't come back in December. So I'm loy basim mekamishim as a chaydish umeis, and he dies in July. Betoshim as a chaydish ain't a get. It's not a good get. Why? Because the rabbanon feel that when you give it with that lashon, your intention is that the get should take effect not retroactively, but in December. And because he died in July, you can't divorce after death. Ain't get the lachamisa. So. You see, ain't a get. Now, the Gemara says the fact that it brought a raya, the fact that I used the Lushan of death implies that only death is not a good get because you can't divorce after death. But if he was ill, so he gave her a get in July, in January, saying uh, it's a divorce if, in December if I don't show up, and he doesn't show up, but due to an illness, do no illness, it is a get. And we don't care about the oinus. So yesterday that was a riot, now it's a kasha. I thought that an oinus, uh, not fulfilling the stipulation to an oinus is legitimate. So the oilom emalach, chala, nami enigets. The Gemara says, no, really, if you're sick and you don't show up, the get is bottle because it's an oinus. So why did it pick a lashon of misa? It should say that. The purpose of that price, that Mishnah, is to tell you that you cannot divorce after death. And therefore, don't bring a raya by chayla or by an illness, because the Mishnah is trying to tell you something else that ain't get lachemisa. So the Gemara says, "Ain't get lachemisa." Don't we already know that from the beginning of that Mishnah? Dilma, right? In the beginning of the Mishnah, it says that halacha. The answer is Dilma lafukim in the Rabbi Seinu. The answer, as we hit yesterday, is that the Mishnah is listing two times that there's no get achemisa. One is to tell you the halacha, and the second one is to tell you not like the Rabbi Seinu, because the Rabbi Seinu felt that when you give the lashon. Of Hareza Gitech him Leibasi Mekama Shneimus Achaydesh, so we see the Rabbanan the Tanakama understands it to say that it's not a retroactive get; it's a get in December, and therefore because he died in July, the get will never take effect. Rabbi Seinu disagreed; they felt that that lashon is retroactive, so the Gemara has to say it a second time to disagree with Rabbi Seinu. But you cannot deduce anything, neither a raya like yesterday's daf or a kasha in today's daf regarding any other einsin. So Tashima, the second raya. Yesterday's right now is a kasha. If you give a divorce, saying now it should be chal retroactively, you give it in January, and you say if you don't show up by December, it should be retroactive from January. And he dies within twelve months. Harry's a get. It's a good get because retroactively, it's he didn't show up. So that's an example of an oynus. And you see, my love, who hadin lechala. So is this not a raya that if someone's sick, it is a good get? So you see that we do not take an oinus into account, meaning you give the get in January, and you said, if I don't show up in December, it should retroactive from January. Now, he didn't show up because he died. So you see that, that there's no greater oinus than that. So you see that even though he didn't show up due to an oinus, like death or an illness, it's still a legitimate get, which yesterday was a raya, but now it's a kasha. So the Gemara says, loy. Hu adin 
As we rejected yesterday, the answer is again, it could be generally an oinus does remove the get, does destroy the get. So why in this case of death does it not? Because it could be in the case of death, he's happy for the get to take effect because he doesn't want his wife to do yibum to marry his brother. But in any other oinus, maybe the get would taka be bottle. There was a man who gave his wife a get, and he says, a get if I don't show up in 30 days. Also, 30 days, the end of 30 days, he shows up, but there was a uh, there was a, uh, a bridge. The bridge had whatever wasn't up, so he was separated by water. And he says, He says, look, look and see me, I'm here, I'm here. And the Gemara says, and Rishmuel says, no, he didn't show up, and the get is bottle. So you see that if he didn't show up due to an onus, like in this case, he can't cross the river, it's still considered a get. So this is a kasha on this version of Rabbah. So the Gemara says, look, okay, yesterday, the Gemara says, That's different, because that's not a regular onus. That's a very, very common onus. It's the most common onus that could happen. So he should have stipulated. So because he didn't stipulate, he is punished. However, in a general onus, we don't know what the halacha would be. The Gemara says like this, Okay, back to what we had yesterday. The beginning of the mission is that we marry on Wednesday because... We want her to go to Bezdin the next morning if there's a problem. And the Batidinim were on Monday and Thursday. So says the Gemara, This halacha is only true after the Takan of Ezra, because Takan of Ezra is that every city should have a Bezdin on Monday and Thursday. So this concept that the Bezdin was only on Monday and Thursday was post the Takana. But before the Takana, Before the Takana, the, before the Takana, the, the system was, the Bezin was around whenever you needed them. Now that could be a good thing, because that means that if it was a big town, they would be sitting every day. The problem was, in a town where, you know, where they didn't get a lot of cases, they would close up shop for a couple weeks. That's hence the Takana says that it should be every Monday and Thursday. But before Ezra, there were cities that had a Bezin every single day. So if you have a Bezin every single day, you can get married any day, because you could just go to Bezin the next day. So the Gemara says, What do I care what it was before Takana Zezah? What are you telling me what the halacha was before? Who cares? The answer is, This is The answer is, if there is a large town that even post Takana Ezra, the Bezdin is available every day, then you can get married every day because you'll be able to go to Bezdin. Now here's the Kasha. The Kasha is, you're telling me if, let's say, Queens has a Bezdin every single day, so you can get married any day. Why? Because the whole purpose of getting married on Wednesday was you can go to Bezin on Thursday. If there's a Bezin every day, you can go show up any, whenever you want. But here's the problem. Isn't the reason why we get married on Wednesday as opposed to Sunday because we want to give people three days uh, in order to prepare? So it should be us to get married before Wednesday stam because you need, you need to give t- people time to, to get ready to, to make the wedding ready. The answer is, I have been shocked. The answer is the Tarakhle. Go to the next page. Meaning, <laughs> if that those families are able to get weddings together quickly. They can get married. If you have a city that has a Bezdin every single day, and they want to get married on Monday, and they're able to get their act together, they could do it. Our point was in yesterday's daf that we're not going to make a Takana's Chazal, that we're not going to institute a Takana requiring you to have a Bezdin, to go to Bezdin on Sunday, to make you go to be- to make you get married on Sunday, which would be very difficult for the average person. We're not going to do that. If there's no institution, meaning you're in a city where it has Bezin every single day, you want to get married on Sunday, get married on Sunday. I don't, I don't care. I, it'll be hard for you to, for, to prepare the wedding. So that's, that's on you. If you're able to, good. If not, not. But 
But that, that's a different discussion. Now the Gemara says, we mentioned that we want to give people three days. So my shock to, so let's reanalyze that b'risa of giving people, of why we don't get married on Sundays is in order to give people three days to get the wedding ready. So Ditanya, this is the price we had yesterday. Why is that you're supposed to get married on Wednesday? Because if there's a question about whether she was faithful, you'll be able to go to Bezin right away the next morning. Then get married on Sunday, Bezin was on Monday as well. The reason is because we know that people take three days, we want to give them at least three days to get the wedding ready. Which is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And on Wednesday, you'll get married. Oh. Now, here's where the Braissa changes. But once there was a Sakana, we'll see what the Sakana is, but there was a Sakana getting married on Wednesday. Then, the Minig was. That although there was a takana to get married on Wednesday, the minute became that they get married on Tuesday. We'll see what this ta- sakana was. And Chum had no problem with that. But even at the time sakana, you should still try to get married close to Wednesday as possible. So if there's a sakana preventing Wednesday as an option, you should get married on Tuesday and not Monday. But if, in it, if it was a matzav of oynis, we'll see what oynis is. So sakana is on Wednesday. And if there's an oynis... Then mutter, then you can get married on Monday as well. We'll have to define what is the case of onus. If a couple got married but they didn't live together until Friday night, we prevent them from living for the first time on Friday night. Because the first time they live together, she's going to start bleeding, which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. Okay. Now, we said that there was a sakana preventing people from getting married on Wednesday, so the minute became that they get married on Tuesday. My sakana, what was the sakana? If the case was where the Romans said, whoever gets married on Wednesday is killed, then why would it be the minute is to get married on Tuesday? It should be, you have to get married on Tuesday, you can't get married on Wednesday. I mean, it sounds like, listen, it's dangerous to get married on Wednesday. If you want to do it, that's fine, but you definitely don't have to. If it's talking about a case where people were getting killed, uh, Chazal would definitely not require you. They wouldn't even mention Wednesday. It would be Tuesday. It would be abolished. They would completely obliterate Wednesday as a minig. So, Now, the case was not that they were being killed, but the case was that the Roman officer was um, was forcing any woman who's getting married on Wednesday, they have to live with him first. So it was in order to try to break Tekkanus Chazal. So because of that, so it wasn't it wasn't, um, it wasn't, it wasn't pikuach nefesh, therefore, it, the minig was to go to Tuesday, and if they asked the Rabbanu she can marry on Wednesday, they would say no, but there were still people that did it privately and, and took the risk, because they wanted to keep Takanas Chazal. The case was that they were being forced to be with the Roman officer first. So Gemara says, now the problem is, they described that scenario as a sakana. Sakana implies life or death. That's not a sakana. It's terrible, but you wouldn't describe that as a sakana. There were some women who were tsunua who did not want to be with the, that, that Roman officer. And they probably also, some of them probably also thought that if they were, right, because, uh, you know, if they were, this is after Kedushin. Remember, this is after 12 months of Kedushin, so they were technically married women. Now, if they were with that Roman officer, they would still be allowed to be with their husbands because it's rape, but there were some women who either did not know that or didn't feel comfortable. So they were Moiser Nefesh, and they were actually, they would give up their lives to avoid this. Um, so because of that, it was called a Sakana. So the Gemara says, so you're calling it a Sakana. Why? Because there are some women who, who are giving up their lives to avoid this, even though halachically that's not a requirement. 
Now, the Gemara says, you should just tell them that it's allowed to be with this Roman officer. It's not, you're not supposed to give up your life. Now, by the way, Tysus Akasha, why aren't you supposed to give your life? Isn't isn't Gilarayas Yaharag Valyavar? So Tysus famously has two answers. It's a very long Tysus. It's in a couple places. So Tysus says, first of all, one opinion is that Yaharag uh, Valyavar is only for the man who does an action when they're living together, but the women are receptive, they're called karka'ulam, they don't actually move, and therefore they're receptive, because they're receptive, it's not pikuach nefesh, it's not your v'yavar, so therefore they're allowed to, 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 they're not supposed to be moist nefesh. Or a second answer could be that, that gilarais is only by Jews, but living with a guy is considered, um, is, is not considered gilarais, that's your v'yavar, it's two opinions of Tysus. The point is, you should tell people, if you're calling it a sakana, because women were giving up their lives, and they were not required to do so, then you should tell them that it's allowed. Just publicly say that you're allowed on Wednesday, that you're allowed to be with a Roman officer if that's the requirement. So the Gemara says, why didn't they just proclaim this, that it was allowed? Not to say that you should get married on Wednesday, but if it were to happen, that no one should give up their lives. The answer is, Gezerah, uh, 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 the Gemara says, Ika prutzais ve'ikanami kahanais. The problem is to say that it's it's a, it's allowed to say that it's allowed mean that you're allowed to stay with your husband afterwards. That's only true. Why? Because it's rape. She's a married woman. It's rape. That's only true if, if she's not married to a kind. If she's married to a kind, it's taka, not us. It's not allowed. Not that you have to give up your life, but you're not allowed to be with your husband afterwards. So they couldn't just say if this happens go there and you could sit with your husband. They couldn't if she married to a kind. Also, there were prutzes. There were some women who had no problem being with a Roman officer. They maybe even preferred, if, you know, for status and that type of thing. So if they didn't want to say that it's mutter, because it's only mutter if it's a case of oyness. But there are some women that didn't mind, so they're not going to say that, because then someone will take advantage. So because of that, they never said that it was publicly mutter, but it was understood. The Gemara says, v'lakrinu gezer, v'lakrinu. So you're telling me that because of this situation, the minig evolved that they get married on Tuesday. Why not just abolish the, the, the halacha of getting married on Wednesday? Practically, they're going to marry on Tuesday anyway, so just fully abolish it. The answer is, The answer is, this Roman rule did not last very long. It was a short-lived rule, and because they knew it was going to be a short-lived rule based on the government, they did not want to officially abolish the Gezerah because they knew that the rule would end soon. But they would just tell people that they don't have to keep the halacha of getting married on Wednesday, they're going to marry on Tuesday. So the Gemara says, Practically, the, the issue with Wednesday was that the Roman officer was requiring them to be with the to be with the, uh, to be with him before the marriage. But Tuesday not. So like, well, what changed? The answer is He the only reason why they would do it on Wednesday is because the Roman first of all to break Takanas Chazal, the anti-Semitism, but also he knew that they were getting married on Wednesday because that was the halacha. Once Chazal made it that Wednesday was no longer required the Roman officer would not show up on Tuesdays seeing who would get married. He wouldn't leave his 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 palace for that. So therefore, basically, it, it, they were thrown off. The kids are, they, they were thrown off. So the Gemara says, Ubesheni, okay, that was the case of getting married on Wednesday. Is not, you should get married on Wednesday, but in the Roman officer thing, then you get married on Tuesday. Not Monday, because there's no reason Monday. Tuesday was the safe. The Gemara says, but then the Bryce said, but if there's an oinus, you get married on Monday. What's oinus? What, what's, what's it referring to? Elam had amr if an oinus was just a synonym for what we've been discussing till now with the Roman officer. Hasim karla sakana karla oinus, and why call it a sakana than an oinus? It must be a completely different scenario. Visu hasim nagu hachamutter. Also over there it says the minig was to marry on Tuesday, and now it says it's mutter on Monday. Well, what's going on? So Amr Rava, two, two answers. The Amr starts of a The case was 
where it says you can marry on Monday, it was an, uh, of an oinus, an oinus uh, of an oinus, an oinus was that you heard that there was a um, there was a there was a uh, a legion of of soldiers coming to the town, and they were taking all the food that they could find. So if you made a wedding and you were going to wait until Tuesday or Wednesday, then they would eat all your food and they would just take it for them, take it for themselves. Then in order to avoid that problem, you'd be allowed to get married on Monday. That was the oinus that allowed that permitted marriage on Monday. So the Gemara says, La'akiv, so just wait, wait a minute, wait, if you know that the soldiers, if they're only coming for a few days, so instead of getting married on Monday, just postpone the wedding for a week. The answer is, they are staying for a while, so there's no waiting. So the Gemara says, Wait, if, they're, if, the, if the soldiers are coming in on Wednesday, Right, this is talking about, it's not talking about the Roman officer thing. Stop, they used to get married on Wednesday. But if there are soldiers coming into town, they're going to take all your food on Wednesday, to get married on Monday. Why not Tuesday? Get married on Tuesday. If the, if the soldiers are coming in on Wednesday, coming on Tuesday. The answer is, Asvara Whenever the general would show up on, mon- on Wednesday, the grunt soldiers would show up on Tuesday and start taking the food. So basically, the kids say you couldn't get married on Tuesday. Or Wednesday, so you'd have to get married on Monday. That's the first explanation of what's an oinus. But Ibai is saying another answer, which is going to lead us into a whole sugya, and that's Avelus. My machas oinus, kidetani. Let me explain uh, just a quick intro to before we finish the daf. If the chosen and kala, before they enter the chuppah, if they become Avelim, you would technically have to postpone the wedding until Shiva, until Shiva's over. Because you're not supposed to get married during Shiva. However, if the parents, if one of the parents of the Chassan or Kala passed away, and the parents were the ones who financially uh, were taking care of the wedding, and everything was already made, so if you would postpone the wedding, right, you have all the dishes already made, and then right before the chuppah, a parent of the Chassan or Kala dies, so you're going to say, well, now they're aninim, right? They enter aninus, and then after the kvura, they're in shiva, so you have to postpone the wedding until after shiva. The problem is, you're going to, everything's going to be spoiled, so you'll say, well, redo it. Well, one of the parents passed away, and they were the ones who financially were supporting this whole thing. So in order to avoid a problem, when it says oinus, I mean, the case is where on Monday, the wedding's supposed to take out on Wednesday. Monday, they already have every, almost everything's ready. They already have half the food ready and everything. And then the parent died on Monday. The halacha is that Monday, before the kfura, you make the chuppah right away. Whatever food you got, you do it on Monday. You don't push it off. Then after the chuppah and after they live together, then they do the burial. Then you have seven days of sheva brachis. They push off avelos until after sheva brachis. Then you have seven days of avelos. So, the case where you're allowed to get married on Monday is where this happens on Monday. We don't say, we're going to allow before the wet, before the kfura, we're going to allow the wedding. But we don't want to wait for the kfura for a day or two. That's not respectful. So do the kfura, do the wedding right away on Monday. Live together, because we also allow that. Then then do the kfura, then have a week of Shev Brachas, then have a week of Avelis. That's the case. You let it get married on Wednesday, on Monday. The Gemara says, "You already baked the bread. You already shechted the animals. So you already Monday. You're getting ready. The wedding's in 48 hours. Vienna and the wine's already um, been diluted. So you've already spent the money. And the father of the chasan dies, and the mother of the kala dies. So basically, these are people that are not going to be able. To, you can't really just redo the wedding without these people because they're supporting it financially or practically." That we take the body to a different room, away from the chasen kala. As the chasen kala chuba, the chasen kala go to the chuba. Uboil on the next page. Bias mitzvah. They just do bias mitzvah. For the mitzvah, they'll postpone. 
But after that, they're not allowed to be together until after Shiva, like any other Shiva. Poyrish v'noyik shiva then you have seven days of Sheva Brachas, then you have Shiva. Now during that during those fourteen days, the Chas and Kala are allowed to be together. So during the week of Sheva Brachas are allowed to be together, and during the week of Shiva are allowed to be together. All those days, they're not allowed to seclude together either. They're not allowed to be Yichud together, which we'll talk about next time. So the man sleeps with the other man, he hangs out with his friends, she sleeps with her friends. Okay. Uh, but we allow the kala to wear jewelry for 30 days because of the, you know, Shanri Shaino, we want her to still look nice in front of her. Chasen will allow her, even though during Shleishim we generally avoid that. All right, we'll stop.